The Coverage Genius Podcast. What's up, Genius Nation? I hope you're all doing well. My name is George, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Coverage Genius Podcast where we cover and learn from amazing people from around the world and discuss the things we learn and how we apply them to our daily lives. In this episode, I will talk about how my goal of reading 52 books this year is going and share my progress so far. So are you ready, Genius Nation? Well then, let's get started. Nation, welcome to the Coverage Genius Podcast. If this is your first time here, please help us out by subscribing to us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, if you can do us a favor, can you please leave a positive review for us on Apple Podcasts? That would help us out tremendously by getting this podcast out to others. And if you're watching me on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button. So what's up, Genius Nation? Hope you are all doing well and that you are crushing it so far this year. Can you believe that we're already in February? I mean, January just flew by and the next thing you'll know, it'll be summer. I'm sure those of you in the Northeast are praying for it to be summer right now. But you know what? Today, I want to give you an update on the 52 books in a year goal I set for myself. I shared my reasons for doing this in a prior episode, so if you haven't already, take a moment to listen and get some insights. Now, reading a book a week, as simple as it may sound, it really isn't, unless you create a plan for yourself. At least that's how it is for me. I literally schedule moments throughout the day where I can dedicate some minutes to read. And that to me is the trick to completing a book a week. If I don't do this, I will fall behind and get overwhelmed with the amount of reading I have to do. So to stay on track, I use a habit tracker. And you know what? This has helped me out tremendously. The habit tracker I'm using is called Habit Now. It's out on the Android platform. And out of the tons of habit trackers that that are out there, and I mean, there are tons, I find this one to be the simplest, straightforward one to use. And the great thing about it is that it's free. There is a premium version, but I I haven't used that one yet. I might use it, but let's see. So the fourth week is done. And the question is always, did I complete the book I promised to read? And you know what, folks? Yes, I did. I am four of four, ladies and gentlemen. So you know what? 
I'll take that pat on the back. So without further ado, let's get right into it. This week's book is entitled Make Your Bed by Admiral William H. McRaven. And let me just start off by saying that I really enjoyed this book. There's no BS. It's straightforward with some simple lessons that anyone can apply right away. And the Admiral tells us some insightful stories on how he arrived at his lessons. He wrote this book after he gave a commencement speech at his alma mater, University of Texas at Austin. You can find that speech on YouTube. It has 15 million views. So, you know what? I think he knows what he's talking about. And I'm not going to go into sharing all the 10 lessons in in this book and the things I liked because I want you guys to read it and enjoy it for yourselves. But I'll share a few things. And if you check out my Instagram at Coverage Genius, you'll see I've uploaded some pictures of some of the things that I liked about the book. So check it out, give me a like, and follow me too, if you can. All right? All right, awesome. So the first thing that I want to share focuses around the words in the title of this book, Make Your Bed. Now, making your bed sounds remedial. And you may be asking yourself, what's so important with making my bed? Well, the point that the Admiral is making is simply this. Start your day with a task completed. Making your bed is a small task, but how many of you guys out there actually do it? In your busy and hectic day, this is probably the simplest task that you have, which is in your control. Yet some of us don't do it. Why? Why not make this the one thing that you accomplish first in your day and make it a win? Making your bed not only shows your discipline, but shows your attention to detail and shows that you care. And at the end of the day, it can be a reminder to you that you did something Well, no matter how small the task was. You know, we live in a world that's full of things we cannot control. And sometimes, if not most times, we can do little to affect the outcome of our day. I speak from experience. Every single day, I face problems and situations where I feel like I can control, but most times I can't. So why not take care of the things that we can control that can provide structure to your day and ultimately give you the lift to start your day correctly and end it with the satisfaction that you did something right? The second lesson I liked was when the Admiral said, get over being a sugar cookie and keep moving forward. Now, the term sugar cookie is a reference to his time during SEAL training when a violation of the SEAL training rules led to the punishment of jumping into the ocean and coming back to the beach to roll around in the sand 
to make oneself a, a what? A sugar cookie. Not only was it uncomfortable to have sand in every crevice of your body the whole day. I mean, think about it. When we go to the beach during the summer and we're in sand, you know, even to me, I hate it when I have sand in between my toes and I can't get get rid of it. Think about having sand in every crevice of your body. Uh, right? How uncomfortable that is. Um, and not only was that uncomfortable to have it everywhere, but in actuality, every seal training succumbed to being a sugar cookie. There was no rhyme or reason. If the instructor wanted you to be a sugar cookie, a sugar cookie you became. And to many trainees, this was hard to accept because although they were giving their best or were the best that day, that didn't matter. They could still be a sugar cookie. And the lesson the instructors were trying to get across was simply this. Life isn't fair. And the sooner you learn that, the better off you'll be. I think this is such a great lesson and should be applied even more so today. I mean, so many people complain about their situations in life, about how they were dealt a bad hand, that it's not their fault that things happen this way. You know, I used to be that person a long time ago, but you know what? I realized life is unfair. That's just life. So take ownership of the crap that's at hand, pick yourself up, and move on. The final lesson of the Admirals I'd like to share is this. Don't ever, ever ring the bell, which means don't ever quit. Now, I know we hear this phrase often, and it is cliche, but it's a nice reminder. And I'll repeat verbatim what he says in his book, okay? Life is full of difficult times, but someone out there always has it worse than you do. If you fill your days with pity, sorrowful for the way you have been treated, bemoaning your lot in life, blaming your circumstances on someone or something else, then life will be long and hard. If... On the other hand, you refuse to give up your dreams, stand tall and strong against the odds, then life will be what you make of it, and you can make it great. Never, ever ring the bell. He said it better than I could ever say it, and that's why I read it from the book. You know, to me, this book was great because the author shared simple straightforward stories to get his points and lessons across. And what's nice about the lessons is that they are things that anyone can apply to their life and see a change. These days, everyone's looking for a quick shortcut, right? And that usually most of the time has a negative connotation because there are no shortcuts in life. But I feel that the lessons in this book are things we can quickly apply to our own lives and experience drastic changes with minimal effort. Although the results may take some time, the application is quick. Overall, I give this book a 9.5 out of 10. It's a great book, 
And for those of you who are listening and would like a copy of this book, send me an email with your contact info and I'll send you one. Well, going on with the theme of leadership and military, the fifth book I'm reading is called Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's written a book called Start With Why, and that was a great book. I read that years ago. And this book is is supposed to be sort of like a follow-up to that book. And so far, it's been pretty good, and I can't wait to share what I learned with you guys in the next episode, so stay tuned. Genius Nation, we're at the end of another episode. If you hung around until the end, then I want to truly thank you for sticking it out with us. My journey into podcasting is a fun one, and I'm sure there will be a lot of mistakes made and a lot of lessons learned. But I'm also sure that if you stick along with me throughout this journey, you'll definitely get something out of it. Trust me. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform as it helps get this podcast out to others. And if you know someone who you think would be a great fit for the show, send us an email at coveragegenius at gmail.com with as much info as possible and maybe we'll reach out. Hey, you never know. And if you have some feedback for the show, send us a message. I'm always grateful for any type of feedback that I can get. So thanks for stopping by, Genius Nation. This is George saying to you, I'll see you next time.